Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This is going to be for Leviticus chapter 26. I will first read a little bit of an introduction to this chapter 2, or chapter 26. (laughs) Leviticus 26 is one of the most powerful chapters in the Old Testament. The Lord put the options facing Israel so clearly that they could not be misunderstood. If Israel was obedient, they would be blessed with the bounties of the earth, safety and security, peace and protection from enemies. Even more important, the Lord promised, My soul shall not abhor you. I will walk among you and will be your God, and ye shall be my people. Those promises shall could be summarized in one word, Zion. If Israel was obedient, she would achieve a Zion condition. If Israel refused to hearken unto me and will not do all these commandments, however, then the blessings would be withdrawn and sorrow, hunger, war, disease, exile, tragedy, and abandonment would result. Modern Israel has been given the same options. In the winter of 1976-77, the western United States faced a serious drought. A living prophet saw in that and other natural phenomena a warning related to that given in the Old Testament. Early this year, when drought conditions seemed to be developing in the west, the cold and hardships in the east, with varying weather situations all over the world, we felt to ask the members of the church to join in fasting and prayer, asking the Lord for moisture when it was so vital and for a cessation of the difficult conditions elsewhere. Perhaps we may have been unworthy in asking for these greatest blessings, but we do not wish to frantically approach the matter, but merely call it to the attention of our Lord, and then spend our energy to put our lives in harmony. One prophet said, When heaven is shut up and there is no rain, because they have sinned against thee, if they pray toward this place and confess thy name and turn from their sin, when thou afflictest them, then hear thou in heaven, and forgive the sin of thy servants and of the people Israel, that thou teach them the good way wherein they should walk, and give rain upon thy land, which thou hast given to thy people for an inheritance." The Lord uses the weather sometimes to discipline his people for the violation of his laws. He said to the children of Israel, in uh, verses 3 through 6 that we're going to read, With the great worry and suffering in in the east and threats of drought here in the west and elsewhere, we asked the people to join in a solemn prayer circle for moisture where needed. Quite immediately our prayers were answered and we were grateful beyond expression. We are still in need and hope that the Lord may see fit to answer our continued prayers in this matter. Perhaps the day has come when we should take stock of ourselves and see if we are worthy to ask or if we have been breaking the commandments, making ourselves unworthy of receiving the blessings. The Lord gave strict commandments, "'Ye shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord.'" In numerous times we have quoted this, asking our people not to profane the Sabbath, and yet we see numerous cars lined up at merchandise stores on the Sabbath day and places of amusement crowded, and we wonder. The Lord makes definite promises, he says, Then I will give you rain in due season, and the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. God does, God does what he promises, and many of us continue to defile the Sabbath day. He then continues, And your threshing shall reach unto the vintage, and the vintage shall reach unto the sowing time, and ye shall eat your bread to the full, and dwell in your land safely. These promises are dependable, the Lord warns, 
in Leviticus uh, 14 to 17 through 19, and 19 through 20. The Lord goes further and says, I will destroy your cattle and make you few in number, and your highways shall be desolate. Can you think how the highways could be made desolate when fuel and power are limited, when there is none to use, when men will walk instead of ride? Have you ever thought, my good folks, that the matter of peace is in the hands of the Lord who says, and I will bring a sword upon you? Would that be difficult? Do you read the papers? Are you acquainted with the hatreds in the world? What guarantee have you for permanent peace? And ye shall be delivered into the hand of the enemy. Are there enemies who could and would afflict us? Have you thought of that? And I will make your cities waste, he says, and bring your sanctuaries unto desolation. Then shall the land enjoy her Sabbaths as, as long as it lieth desolate, and ye be in your enemy's land. Even then shall the land rest and enjoy her Sabbaths. As long as it lieth desolate, it shall rest, because it did not rest when it could in your Sabbaths when ye, when ye dwelt upon it. Those are difficult and very serious situations, but they are possible. And the Lord concludes, These are the statutes and judgments and laws which the Lord made between him and the children of Israel in Mount Sinai by the hand of Moses. This applies to you and me. Would this be a good time to deeply concern ourselves with these matters? Is this a time when we should return to our homes, our families, our children? Is this the time we should remember our tithes and our offerings, a time when we should desist from our abortions, our divorces, our Sabbath-breaking, our eagerness to make the holy day a holiday? Is this a time to repent of our sins, our immoralities, our doctrines of devils? Is this a time for all of us to make holy our marriages, live in joy and happiness, rear our families in righteousness? Certainly many of us know better than we do. Is this a time to terminate adultery and homosexual and lesbian activities and return to faith and worthiness? Is this a time to end our heedless pornographies? Is this the time to set our face firmly against unholy and profane things and whoredoms, irregularities and related matters? Is, is this the time to enter new life? And that was all by Spencer W. Kimball. I remember that uh, talk in April of 1977. And I remember it rained, too, after he said these things. Verse 1, Ye shall make you no idols, nor graven image, neither rear you up a standing image or pillar, neither shall ye set up any image or stone in your land to bow down unto it, for I am the Lord your God. Ye shall keep your, my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary, I am the Lord. If ye walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then I will give you rain in due season. And the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. And your threshing shall reach unto the vintage, and the vintage shall reach unto the sowing time. And ye shall eat your bread to the full, and dwell in your land safely. And I will give peace in the land, and ye shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. And I will rid evil beasts out of the land, rid, and neither shall the sword go through your land. And ye shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. And five of you shall chase an, a hundred, and a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight. And your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. For I will have respect unto you, or turn unto you, and make you fruitful, and multiply you, and establish my covenant with you. And ye shall eat old store, and bring forth, or put out the old because of the new. And I will set my tabernacle among you, and my soul shall not abhor you, and I will walk among you, and will be your God, and ye shall be my people. I am the Lord your God, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt, that ye should not be their bondmen. And I have broken the bands of your yoke, and made you to go up, made you go upright. But if ye will not hearken unto me, and will not do all these commandments, and if ye shall despise my statutes, or if your soul abhor my judgments, so that ye be not, so that ye will not do any of my commandments, but that ye break my commandment, 
I also will do this unto you. I will even appoint over you terror, consumption, and the burning ague, or fever, that shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart. And ye shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. And I will set my face against you, and ye shall be slain before your enemies. They that hate you shall reign over you. And ye shall flee when none pursueth you. And if ye will not let for all this hearken, and if ye will not yet for all this hearken unto me, then I will punish or chastise you seven times more for your sins. And I will break the pride of your power, and I will make your heaven as iron and your earth as brass, and your strength shall be spent in vain. For your land shall not yield her increase, neither shall the trees of the land yield their fruits. And if you walk contrary unto me, and will not hearken unto me, I will bring seven times more plagues upon you according to your sins. I will also send wild beasts among you, which shall rob you of your children, and destroy your cattle, and make you few in number, and your highways shall be desolate. And if you will not be in, be reformed by me by these things, but will walk contrary unto me, then will I walk then will I also walk contrary unto you, and will punish you yet seven times for your sins. And I will bring a sword upon you that shall avenge the quarrel of my covenant. The Hebrew execute the vengeance of the covenant. And when ye are gathered together within your cities, I will send the pestilence among you, and ye shall be delivered into the hand of the enemy. And when I have broken the staff of your bread, ten women shall bake your bread in one oven. And they shall deliver you your bread again by weight, and ye shall eat and not be satisfied. And if ye will not for all this hearken unto me, but walk contrary unto me, then I will walk contrary unto you also in fury. And I, even I, will chastise you seven times for your sins. And ye shall eat the flesh of your sons, and the flesh of your daughters shall ye eat. And I will destroy your high places, and cut down your images, and cast your carcasses upon the carcasses of your idols, and my soul shall abhor you. And I will make you either waste, I will make your cities waste, and bring your sanctuaries unto desolation. And I will not smell the savor of your sweet odors, i.e., I will not accept your burnt offerings. And I will bring the land into desolation, and your enemies which dwell therein shall be astonished at it. And I will scatter you among the heathen, and will draw out a sword after you, and your land shall be desolate, and your cities waste. Then shall the land enjoy her Sabbaths as long as it lieth desolate, and ye be in your enemy's land. Even then shall the land rest and, the, and enjoy her Sabbaths. As long as it lieth desolate, it shall rest, because it did not rest in your Sabbaths when ye dwelt upon it. And upon them that are left alive of you, I will send a faintness into your hearts in the lands of fear of, of their enemy, uh, in the lands of their enemies, and the sound of a shaken leaf will chase them, and they shall flee as fleeing from a sword, and they shall fall when none pursueth. And they shall fall one upon another, as it were before a sword, when none pursueth, and ye shall have no power to stand before your enemies. And ye shall perish among the heathen, and the land of your enemies shall eat you up. And they that are left of you shall pine away, or decay, or waste away in their iniquity in your enemies' lands, and also in the iniquities of their fathers shall they pine away with them. If they shall confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers with their trespass, which they trespassed against me, and they and that also they have walked contrary unto me, and that I also have walked contrary unto them, and have brought them into the land of their enemies, if then they, their uncircumcised hearts be humbled, and they then accept of the punishment of their iniquity, then will I remember my covenant with Jacob, and also my covenant with Isaac, and also my covenant with Abraham will I remember, and I will remember the land. 
The land also shall be left of them, and shall enjoy her Sabbaths while she lieth desolate without them. And they shall accept of the punishment of their iniquity, because even because they despised my judgments, and because their soul abhorred my statutes. And yet for all that, when they be in the land of their enemies, I will not cast them away, neither will I abhor them, to destroy them utterly, and to break my covenant with them, for I am the Lord their God. But I will, for their sakes, remember the covenant of their ancestors, whom I brought forth out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the heathen, that I might be their God, I am the Lord. These are the statutes and judgments and laws which the Lord made between him and the children of Israel in Mount Sinai by the hand of Moses. Uh, these uh, covenants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are now becoming fulfilled in the latter days among the uh, latter-day saints. I bear that testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time. Bye.